Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no such thing as a grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. Your grievance is the right grievance. And we are here to agree with you, to commiserate with you, to enjoy the sound of a wine. We love a good complaint here. And if you want your complaint read in the Luxury Lounge, you send it to Podcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Give us a little taste of what you're talking about in the title and then get into it. We love specificity. We love a specific complaint. Those are wonderful. We like a quick complaint, short ones. We want to make sure we, you know, it's the, the index finger and the thumb. You make it into a little bracket and that's how long it should be. I got Shelby on the ones and twos. He's reading all your emails. Oh, he's the man behind the curtain. He's back there reading them all day long by candlelight. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, listen, if you enjoy the show, you're going to enjoy coming to a live show. People, this weekend I'm in Springfield, Missouri. Go to jaredfree.com, get those tickies. Okay, and next week, let me, a couple announcements. You know, this is my personal marketing device. If you're listening right now, I think the TED Talk should be out, but I've been being told that for a while now but go to my youtube you can watch full episodes of this podcast how youtube land on youtube you can also watch all the behind the scenes from reno where i did the ted talk there's four parts there's gonna be a fifth part that comes out with the ted talk so get subscribed to the youtube channel also live shows jaredfree.com 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 springfield missouri then i'm coming to austin next week for a you up live coming to providence raleigh chicago you up live new york city you up live dayton brooklyn i'm doing the chosen comedy festival a bunch of jews telling jokes chosen comedy festival in brooklyn uh new york irvine california washington dc royal oak michigan albany brookfield wisconsin people come 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 jaredfree.com that's where you get the tickies assemble the group chat we're having a blast at our live shows very excited to be here in the lounge uh, with our guests. First time in the lounge. First time in the lounge. Welcome. Thank you. Excited uh, to be here, to be invited in. I it, got the day pass. You have the day pass. You've been invited. Thank you. Um, we shut the door behind you. There's <laughs> no conversation. Josh Gondelman, the head writer for Jesus and Marrow. That's it. You're, 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 you're a, a, what we call a get. Thank in the you. business. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm so happy to be here. That's that's very flattering. Yes. I feel like, you know, happy to be gotten. Yes, this is great. Um, Jesus and Mero. Yes. If you would explain it to someone, how would you explain that show? Because I, I, I know it's very popular. Yeah. But it's also like, it all of a sudden it existed to yes. me. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. That kind of happens with our entertainment stuff. All of a sudden, three people tell you about it, you're like, and they're like, wait a minute, there's six seasons? on a magazine cover. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. Totally. Well, so Jesus and Mero um, started out together doing like, they were both active like online. Mm. Twitter personalities, people knew of them. Um, message boards even before that, I think. But they started, when they started working together, they had like a web series on Complex. Okay. And then they moved, they had a po- had a podcast called Bodega Boys. I don't know if that's still active, but the podcast called Bodega Boys, super funny. And then they had a version, an earlier version of the show on Viceland. I Vice remember TV the Viceland. Yeah. yeah. And so they kind of had a, this very quick rise because when they came together, they were really fully formed. Like their shows are, it's a late night show, mm-hmm. but they're super riffy. And Jesus is a Jamaican dude from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Mara's a Dominican dude from the Bronx. They're super funny. Their chemistry together is like unbelievable. And they're they're like really smart, really fast. And so the show is like, so, um, 
similar in structure in terms of like, hey, we're going to talk about stuff that happened this week. But yeah. they just riff so much more and they'll talk about stories that like maybe is not on the radar of a Stephen Colbert. So hold on. So Dominican from the Bronx, yeah. Jamaican from the Bronx yeah. come together to have a late night show sure. and you're the yeah, head writer. Jewish guy from Boston. <laughs> so Truly constantly getting yelled at just about like, Yankees are going to fucking win it all this year. And I'm like, hey man, like I don't play for the other team. <laughs> Whatever you say, boss, I yeah, work for you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, um yeah, I've, and I've, I've been with them since they moved to Showtime. So that's okay. where the show is now and has been for the last like three and a half years. Do people, and I asked you this before and you said we, you have a story. Yeah. Uh, people must go, you're the like if they know the show, they yeah. must not think you would be the head writer. So at first, that was for sure true. Like mm. it, especially like seasons one and into season two, the I, I would even get announced that way at um, at shows. Right, they'd yeah. be like uh, writer producer for Jesus and Marrow, and I would get on stage, and you would see just like a black kid in the front row laughing and being like, "No," <laughs> <laughs> which is like very. And I'm like, "Yeah, I get it. Like, if you know what that means, you don't expect me either." Also, the- if you're, I mean, it would be funny to think of a the type of person that would think the Jews run Hollywood. Right. Yeah. And like also wouldn't know. Show, right? Well, but they also wouldn't know Jesus and Marrow, right. I would assume. Like <laughs> But sure, it would sure. be funny For to sure. have this in the know person who's uh, also a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> It's like, I've been telling you, right. these Jews are running Hollywood. Just, I watch Jesus and Marrow every need, week. What they need to do is leave the people of color to create without the voices of whiteness sullying <laughs> their, their work. It's just Come like a guy in a top hat, shoot, you know, big 10-gallon hat, shooting pistols. Anti-Semitism brought them all the way down to wokeness. Yeah, full, yeah. fully progressive, <laughs> except hates the Jews. Yeah, that's it. Um, but he, so... Now, because I've been a part of the show for like over three years mm. and I've done some on camera stuff with them, people know me as a part of the show. You're a character. I'm a character. Mm. And and uh, it's funny that recently I've started to get recognized from that in mm. a way that like had never happened before. Like usually if somebody recognizes me, which is not that common, sure. it'll be like, oh, I've heard you on the radio for Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. I've listened I to follow you. I follow you from Twitter. Follow you from yeah. Twitter. Um, you some, gave me a pep talk. Yeah, pep, right. Pep talks <laughs> on Twitter. Like something, you know, this podcast, like sure. stuff like that. Like, and, but recently I was at this like Caribbean restaurant and bar in it, like, it was further south in Brooklyn than I live. Mm-hmm. And there were, there were three people sitting at the table. It was like a long family style table. And as I get up to leave this, this young woman, uh, it was like, it was three younger black people. Mm. And this one woman goes, Hey, can you settle a bet before, before you go? And I was like, yeah, sure. And they're like, do you work with Jesus and Mero? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And then there's this other guy across the table. She goes, he didn't believe me. And he goes, I had a bad angle. <laughs> As if like, obviously we should know he's that white guy. I mean, that is on like the bingo chart. That's a tough one to get. You it know, that Josh good. Gondelman got recognized in a Caribbean yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. would not, but again, people who either know me or the show wouldn't yeah. assume that. But now I think people understand that it's, uh, there's like that you know, I'm part a, of it. At a certain point, fun. it becomes, of course, yes. And you know, in the beginning, it's like, wait a minute, this, these things all don't yeah. go together, and then it be, then you become a character in the show, and they go, oh yeah, and, of course, that's how there, it goes. There is crossover, right? Mm. Like there's there's stuff that that 
I'm not in there being like, okay, act one tonight. It's going to be 17 minutes on gefilte fish. <laughs> like, I'm there to like yeah. help them bring their vision to sure. life. And we have there's like a, a pretty substantial cultural crossover between like sports and music and yes. sneakers and sneakers. stuff that we're all that we that we're on a fairly similar wavelength, even though we're coming. No, it from makes sense points. if you know you. Yeah, you know. The, but I, again. Josh Gondelman works yeah. on Jesus and Marrow and right. is the head writer. Yeah. You know, it's a it's it's quite a sentence. Yes, <laughs> it is like I, I think it's a sentence that my parents are still like, what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, that's my parents with most with everything. Right, right, Listen, right. On that subject. Yes. Okay, on the subject of things parents might not get. Yeah. You have a comedy special. I do. It's called People Pleaser. Yeah. And we want everyone we've done this before. I, I you know, I don't wanna we you know, people are coming on here. To sell their wares, so to speak. Sure. I'm, I'm the. This is the 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 bazaar, you know. <laughs> and you sure, come on. picking up haggling. <laughs> yeah. So you're you have a special, but it, I I say on the subject of parents not getting stuff. Yeah. Because it's streaming. Yeah. So it's like you know, I, if I told my parents, okay, get your Roku out, they'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, right yeah, now? yeah. So yeah. this is kind of we want people here to go watch the special. It's fantastic. It's hilarious. Josh is amazing. It's called People Pleaser, and you can get it on. Apple. Apple, yep. Apple TV, you can get it. YouTube, you can rent it. Vimeo, Amazon Prime. Like, it's at all the places that you rent or purchase things to watch. And I'm sure you have a link tree. We're going to yes, put it in yeah, the yeah, description yeah. of the episode. Yep. Shelby, we're going to make sure we have it in the description of the episode. And we want everyone to go watch it. What a great date night. What a great uh, people pleaser. I can imagine I, knowing you, I, I I feel like that speaks to you yeah. in a certain way. I mean, that's I kind of shoehorned that phrase into the special to use it as the title because it felt very, like... I, I, my hope is that a lot of people that don't know my stand-up yeah. kind of stumble across it or find it or like are referred to it as like, hey, um, you've got an hour, you're at home tonight, you you don't want to go to, you're, you're looking for the thing to watch, this is what to do. Uh, and so I chose it as a title because I feel like it gives people the vibe of like what my comedy is like. I just Absolutely. Like, let's have a good time. Yeah, let's have a good time. It's, ha- it's funny, it's happy, it's... Uh, mm-hmm. It's a great. You're gonna have a great time. Thank go you. watch a special. Everyone, go um, at Josh Gondelman on Instagram, right? Yep, at uh, Josh Gondelman on Instagram, Twitter, Twitter. Yeah. It's all over there. We'll yep. have it shared on my social media. But Thank you. you know, it's funny because you're like my goal, and it's like everyone that comes on here. The goal is that you, Mister and Mrs. YouTube watcher, mm-hmm. you, Mister and Mrs. Listener, go follow them. You know that the, yeah. the, the they you and then you go oh my god this uh, this joke made my day better you know like that's what it's yeah. all about. I had a woman I met her yesterday. I'm having a drink. She recognized me, and I'm sitting there, and she goes, "Oh, um, you're on the road a lot. Uh, now you're doing shows." I go, "Well, I've always been doing shows," yeah. and she goes. Well, you know, I you did the internet thing and then you started doing shows from the internet thing. I'm like, no, that's not... I do the internet thing to, so you get to, to the know, shows. So people know about the shows. <laughs> yeah, right, right, like, right. I think... Well, because there are people that go the other way and there's no, like, yeah. harm with that. But I also think there's, like, something that's especially... Um, cool when people who have been doing stand-up for a long time mm. find a way to like show it off at a at a bigger scale level yes. like i i've known you you've been doing stand-up at least since i moved to new york which is yeah. like 11 years ago absolutely and and crushing around the city and then this like all the other stuff you do points people back towards your stand-up where you're just like on the road destroying and like well, people and people that like this this uh the podcasts and the other shows that you do I are always going to love your stand up. That's the thing is like, you know, you don't want to. My biggest fear is going on the road and having someone go, 
I don't know why we even came yeah. here. I, 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 I don't even know what the fuck happened here. Yep. Like, you know, and you, that, some, you know, and it's like, that fear yes. keeps me doing stand-up. Yes. You know, right. like. Well, because once people are buying tickets for you, yeah. I feel like the, there's, some people feel it as if like, the pressure's off. I got him in the door. No. And, and I feel like, oh, the pressure's on. Like, they have totally. expectations I think I think people that start in stand-up have that pressure. Yes. I, I think it, when it goes the other way, it can go the other way. Yes. It can go, oh, I do internet stuff, and then now I'll do stand-up. Yep. I think when you're, your goal was always to do stand-up, yeah. you get, like, you're like, this better be fucking, people better right. show up and I'm enjoy here. the stand-up. And you're like, oh, this is the thing that I do. Like, this is the thing yeah. I've always done. And so people who like this, the other flavors of this, are going to love this thing I've been practicing to put in front of them for, like, a decade plus. Totally. No, again, nothing against people who started doing internet things and then move into live performance. But I do think... It can happen. It totally can happen. And people can be really great at yeah. it. But I'm always like, oh, when someone has been doing stand-up before people know of them from other stuff, I'm always like, ooh, I'm a little extra excited to see yeah. what that stand-up is. Totally. Let's get it to our complaints. Uh, we're here in the Luxury Lounge, jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Before every episode, we start with our own complaints. Yeah. Do you have a complaint that you can start with? <sighs> let me think. Well, let me do my complaint. Please. And... And then we'll get into yours. Okay, let's okay. do it. Hit the music, Shelby. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Okay, so here's my issue. I'm at the, DJ Khaled produced that, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a DJ Khaled original. We, you know, listen, I, I don't want, I don't like to brag. I don't like the name drop. I've seen the video. You've You're in a jet it. ski in Miami. That's right. Problem <laughs> now. Here's my issue, and it's the same person that had this conversation with me at the bar. I'm at the bar. Yes. I'm there alone. Yes. Which I like going to a bar alone. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. I'm to that sounds like I'm not okay with it. <laughs> it's fine. Every I'm not trying to forget anything. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I mean, to me, sitting at a bar on my phone, kind of like numbing out. Yep. Is a really nice time. Very pleasant little while. Totally pleasant. So I'm at the bar, but it's busy. And I sit down, and two women next to me, I made a huge mistake. There was one woman next to me, they're both very cute. The woman at the end, I look at her, I go, I think, and I thought she was someone else. Okay. And I go, hey. She takes off her sunglasses. I go, I'm sorry. I thought you were someone else. She goes, no, you, we know each other. I go, she goes, I follow you on Instagram. I'm like, here we go. So now I'm like in with this person in a way that we've started. I haven't even sat down yet. Now right. we're immediately like besties yep. at the bar. And I'm like, oh, this isn't the experience I wanted at all. Sure. So then I sit down and go, oh, and we, you know, we have a nice interaction. It goes okay. You know, hi, nice to see you. Let me get your name. Who'd you think I was? Oh, you guys have the same type of hair. Whatever. We get over that. We have a nice conversation. And, and it's like, but now it's like us three at the bar. As opposed to, I want it me. Yes. Them two. Yep. Right. Right. Now, right. now you're at a little party. <laughs> right. 
and kind of being included with their plan. Sure. Like they start talking to people and they're two women at the bar like looking to meet people. Yep. And they go, oh, and this is Jared. Like I'm getting introduced. No, 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 no right. I don't want in. I yeah. want. And it's no offense. No offense. It's just like the, the, this is not the activity that I showed up. I showed up for head, drink, phone, me. Ah. Yep. So over the course of the next hour, mm-hmm. you know, I'm talking to them, but like our conversation is somewhat done. Yeah. She starts going, Jared, are you okay? I'm going, yeah. She goes, you're just being so quiet. And it's like, I came here to be quiet. Yes. I came here to yep. not not raise. Talking to people takes a certain amount of eye energy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've heard that from doctors. Do you know what I'm talking about? Right. You're, right. Eye contact and like active listening. Yeah. Because you don't want to be the guy that's just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mm-hmm. don't want to be a miserable, yeah. sad sack. Right, and it, I think it's like, the difference is, it's like nicer and and more conscientious to be like, I'm out or I'm in, yes. right? Rather than to be like, oh, you keep pulling me in and that's why you think I'm having a bad time. It's because I'm doing a different thing than you are. Totally, yeah. and, and sh- but every five minutes, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Are you okay? And the more someone asks you if you're okay, the more their reality is right and yours is wrong. Now you're <laughs> defending yourself. No, I'm fine, everything's fine, everything's fine. No, you, you seem off, you seem sad. I'm but, like, no, I'm not here. To fucking you know juggle and dance yeah. for you, right? And we're right that we're not starting off our night as as three friends out in the world. Yes, you're having you're like t- carved out this slice of your night to be like I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna have yes. a drink, I'm gonna like catch like scroll a little bit, catch up on what my friends are doing this weekend. You you know what you you make a fantastic point. If we had started. At the same, you know, if we had started with texting each other, hey, let's get together at the of bar course. and hang out. Then I showed up to the bar and I'm just on my phone, not talking not to them. Very they uncool. They would go, what's wrong with Jared? Yeah. That yes. would be correct. Very uncool. It is incorrect to then turn to someone who showed up on their own. We didn't mm-hmm. make a plan to get together. Yep. And is minding their own business going, yep. are you okay? You seem sad. Yeah. No, I'm not sad. Right. And now I feel bad I'm not giving them enough. Right. Right, because you don't, right, because you can't say the honest thing, which is like, hey, I'm really, or not that you can't, it's just much harder to be like, the thing that you're picking up on is that I came here to be by myself for an hour, and it was very nice to meet you, and I super appreciate your saying hi, and like, I even initiated because I thought you were someone else, but at this point... I'm trying to detach my part of the rocket ship <laughs> and just drift <laughs> off into space. Yes, I am the Russian space station. Yeah. <laughs> you were the carrier ship yep. that brought you know the people. And I'll call you if I need repair. <laughs> totally. And if I need a little... And the thing is, we did talk for longer than the normal high yes, high. Yes, sure. So, but it, but it, there, there couldn't be a release point that you're talking yes, about. Yes, it's and tough. It, I had to leave. Yeah. I legit, an hour later, I got up from the bar and I said to myself, I am leaving to avoid these people. Yes. And I don't hate them. No. Like, if they listened to this, they'd be like, Oh my God, this is horrifying. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> but not, it's not. They didn't do. They weren't being terrible. No, they just, it was just like didn't they didn't realize that you were having a different night than they were. Totally. And and here's the reality. I am at that bar alone to maybe meet a woman. Sure. So, but this conversation didn't go that way. <laughs> right. I am now looking sure. for other women. Sure. 
other spaceships to attach to my space station. (laughs) Thank you for clinging with this metaphor. I appreciate it. Yeah, and it just had no ending. The only ending was me removing myself from a good seat at the bar to nothing. Yep. Ended my day. Yep. Oh, geez. Yeah. Was it late? Was it like a late no, night? No, it was during the day. Oh, got and, it. But they were like a few drinks in. Sure. And I was on drink one. Well, that's always tough. Tough. I find even coming from a show, right? Mm-hmm. Like doing stand-up and then going to a party, even if you're not, like this, even if you're not a performer, going to a party where you have to like catch the wave of other people three drinks in. You're not there yet. Yeah. You're not there yet. And people are like, all right, you got to talk to Steve. Yeah, Steve's. no. And it's like, <laughs> I can't talk. I can't no. have this level of conversation I right am now. so so sober that I can see every droplet of spit that you spit onto yep. me yep. while trying to get me to talk to Steve. Yep. And Steve, isn't that great? Yeah, he's Sorry, fine. He's fine. He's fine. And maybe if I were also three drinks in, I would want to hear his story about like, I, I don't know, like finding a puck outside Madison Square Garden and like, what the fuck is that puck doing there? But like, because I'm right coming in sober yeah. from work, getting ready to like acclimate, I can't meet people at the scream level. There yet. should be, there should actually be a warm up room for every party. Yeah. It should be, every yep. party should have to have two rooms. Yes. An initial room, and then you enter into mm-hmm. the warmed up room. Yes. Where you hear Steve's story. <laughs> so you, so everyone that's getting there first, oh, you need 10 minutes in the warm up yeah. room. There's some white wine. There's yep. like some light hors d'oeuvres. Mm-hmm. And then the, the, the red hot room, the warmed up room, is where the party happens. Yes. Yes, and it's it's not always even just about like getting to the same level of drunk. It's just like no. when you're talking to people who are drunk, you have to bring yourself up to that level of like energy. You're not stretched out. Yeah, yeah, even yeah, yeah. You, you gotta, gotta get limber. You gotta get limber. Practice those listening muscles. That's the right. Nodding. Yeah, Josh, do you have a complaint? I um yes. Yeah, so this Hold is on. the only complaint in my the music. <laughs> it's the guest's turn to complain. It's your turn. They're ready to jump in. Josh was very ready. I'm ready. They've got lots of problems, problems. too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Thank you. You're welcome. And that was John Mayer. Yes. Playing blues guitar on Johnny May May comes in here every now and again. <laughs> lays down, lays some down some tracks. Yeah, you're right. Very nice okay. of him. Um, so here's my complaint. This is, I, I'm I'm on a little break from work, which mm-hmm. has been nice. We got a summer off, which I'm happy about. Love it. The specials come out. People have been so nice about it. Yep. People the, pleaser. It's on all streaming services. Link is in the description of this episode. Mm-hmm. And they, um, and so everything's been like very lovely in the small picture. Big picture, everything is a nightmare. Yeah, the macro view of the, the macro world view, very feels bad. a little bit uh, daunting. So, but in the small picture, the one thing that has been destroying my life, and it sounds so stupid to say. No stupid in the lounge. Is that my dog has gone back to not sleeping at night. Oh, no. Yeah. So I have a 24-pound pug named Busy. Yes. She's like a soft cinder block. That's like her <laughs> density and personality. Yes. And all day, she sleeps on the couch. She's an angel. We take her for a couple walks. She goes to the corner and back. She doesn't need a ton of exercise. She's just like lazy, adorable. Mm. Um, She's the perfect speed for a Manhattan dog. Very, yeah, very good city dog. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't have a lot of outdoor needs. And most of the things that she wants can be handled in the it's apartment. It's a breathing pillow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Um, and she's 
her breathing is very loud, so we always know she's doing okay. Yeah, because <laughs> she's she sounds like um, you'll know she's died when the white noise machine goes away. Yeah, yeah. rest in peace to a white noise machine. <laughs> but she is constantly creating white noise in the apartment. She's very cute, very sweet. But at night, she's very old. She's about mm. to turn fifteen. Fifteen. 15 okay. For a pug. Yeah. Which for a person is like being seven thousand years old. <laughs> it's like as old. You're like people. Science should, doesn't want this. Yeah. This wasn't. This is a mistake. And yeah. she. She sleeps in bed with us since we got her. We got her when she was eight. Okay. So we've had her for seven years, and she sleeps in bed with me and my wife, and because she wouldn't have it in here, she would just scream all night if we tried, wouldn't let her. How does a pug scream? She just, it's, she just yaps, and like normally, I think with a dog, especially a puppy, right? They tell you to train them by like not caving when mm-hmm. they bark, and that's great if you don't live in an apartment with like walls as thin as wallpaper sure and so we we feel very conscientious about that and also when we got her she was old enough that she's like i'm gonna break these motherfuckers like she wasn't like <laughs> she i'm a puppy when people don't pay attention to me i get tired she's like i have a plan and yeah. i'm gonna execute <laughs> so she knows like she just doesn't stop barking she'll oh, bark no. for like she'll go for like 30 straight minutes and so she'll and, go to bed yeah with us and then she'll wake up like every two or three hours and we have to like guess what she needs and sometimes it's to go out and she's so old now that I'm like I don't think you're faking I think you do need to go out yeah because I don't I don't want to to guess wrong to like play chicken and she just shits all over the house (laughs) so she has been the thing that the thing the last resort thing that calms her down we call it the covered wagon is we have two love seats instead of a long couch I put her on the love seat I tent my legs over her. Okay. And and she sleeps under my legs. That calms her down in, in the middle of the night. And I just am like scrunched up on the love seat and try to sleep <laughs> like on my, like a turtle on its shell. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see Josh imitating <laughs> just, this. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's truly her. So it's like what, four in the morning? Yeah. And you're fashioning your body into yeah, an angle. Into kind of a to kind of a comfort uh, apparatus for this angry dog. This is amazing. And so the last, like last night, it didn't come to that. And is is busy barking if you She's don't do this? barking if I don't. Or, yeah, usually it's barking. And do your neighbors wake up and go, what the fuck's going on? I, hopefully, we've never had it with, with them that that happens. And like, yeah. there are other people in the building with dogs that we don't hear at night and like babies that we don't hear at night. Sure. So I assume that like, sometimes in the hallways I'll hear. So I go, oh, I assume the soundproofing in the building is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like within apartment to apartment in, in this place where we live now. When we got her, we were at a different place where we could constantly hear our neighbors listening to techno. So you know, if, they, if I hear them, they hear me. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of... And so I feel like they... It's probably not terrible for them, but we still like... If she's really at it and if she gets really agitated, especially down the other end from the bedroom, like if she's just in the living room barking, I'm like, oh, I should take care of this. Yeah. So I've been sleeping... Horribly, and people always want to go when you people with children are often like, "Well, you don't you don't understand just because you have a, a dog." And I'm like, "I think I think I do. I, do. Yeah. I understand as much as a, a a dad. Yes, I don't have to breastfeed my dog. That's true. Sure, that's not expected of me. My body hasn't changed because I have. A, yeah, this it's dog. the lessening of your problems that's yes. annoying because you that for their baby they might be you know rocking it. Yep. They sure. maybe, but they don't have to walk it outside mm-hmm. then put their legs over it <laughs> while laying on their back in a you know like in a in some sort of weird yoga, yoga yeah, pose yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so and it's like yeah our problems are different yes 
but let's not let let's not say that they're not similar. Here here's the other thing about it that I feel like people don't give pet people enough mm. credit for because I'm not like oh it's like raising a child like the expense is different the the investment is different. This yeah you're I mean your dog can't develop a drug problem correct and then live with you at age thirty five <laughs> right he's not going to be like yeah I'm getting the band back together yeah no like, that's, that's never going to happen with a dog but this. When a pet is at this age, it like a baby, you're like, oh, they'll get more skills mm. and they'll self-soothe and they'll sleep through the night. My dog, the, in the back of my head, what I know is that the only thing that changes this for the better for my sleep is this dog dying. Gosh. And that's that's a different level of relationship. Well, I, I, guess it, it, I guess we've been comparing it to kids for so long mm-hmm. that we forget that, a, you know, when Having an old dog is like having an, an old, old relative. person, yeah, yeah living yeah. with you. It get right. It goes very quickly from like a puppy is like a baby, yes, and then an old dog. Fifteen years later, like before a kid would even like get a summer job, sure, this dog is like having a grandpa. Yeah, it's like having a grandpa who didn't save for their retirement. Now mm-hmm. you're getting madder and angrier. Yep. that they become your burden. Yep. And that, yeah, right. And my inheritance is just like a bunch of chewed on toys. <laughs> Well, listen, we, we we agree with your complaint Thank here you. in the lounge. Thank you. Um, we're here in the luxury lounge. We are we have many complaints. We're going to read them right now. You mm-hmm. can send yours in. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. We're sponsor people. Uh, better help. You have, you have to take care of your mind. We spend so much time taking care of our skin, our hair, our teeth. So little care uh, of the most important part of the body, the brain. How well you take care of your brain affects experience, how you experience life. Investing time and energy in mental health is crucial to being happy. Eating right working out and getting plenty of sleep are a good start but there is no substitute for talk therapy BetterHelp makes online therapy accessible convenient and affordable that's the real point of BetterHelp here's the thing with BetterHelp it is a great first toe into the therapy water Okay, because it can feel daunting. Who do you go to? How do I, uh, how am I going to pay for it? Do I have to go into this office that I don't recognize? What part of my day do I have available for it? BetterHelp is taking therapy and making it easier for you who, you know, maybe it isn't at the front of your brain yet, but now you're like, oh, okay, well, now that it's available, I can use it. That's a great thing, and we're going to give you some free money. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and live chat therapy sessions. You can choose to not see anyone on camera. See, you can make this is all about making it easier for you. It is much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. JTrain listeners get 10, 10, 10, 10% off uh, your first month at BetterHelp.com slash JTrain. That's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash JTrain. Love that. Okay, people. Ready? I'm ready. Let's go to the lounge. Luxury lounge. No hungover genre on streaming services. Okay. Papa JT. I lay here on the couch this Sunday evening, hungover from the one tequila and beer I had last night. Welcome to your 30s, kids. I'm left baffled as to why none, I repeat, none of the streaming services include a genre for hungover. I don't want to think about what I want to watch. I want to be told, and I want it to be an easy movie to play in the background as I lay here trying not to die, eating my entire kitchen to satisfy my incurable hung, uh, hunger. The kids get their own section. It's not right. Please help. Thank you for your service. I think this is a great point. Important complaint. Yes. Yeah, I think so, because you want you need to be soothed. When I'm, mm. when I'm a hangover, I want everything in the world to get turned down to easy mode. Yes. Yes. And, and you... 
and as far as as far as entertainment's concerned, there's so much choice now. Mm-hmm. We uh, we were like, I want to choose what I want to watch at any time, and then we got what we wanted. Yeah, and it's like a genie granted the wish to yeah. literally. It's very Twilight Zone, yes. where it's like, oh, it's just an endless scroll of yeah. all entertainment that's ever been produced. I would like to have all the movies from Blockbuster in my home. And then, uh, what you wish is what your, com- <laughs> your wish is my command. And then you're like, wait a minute, 30 holiday movies? Yeah. I don't want this. And mm-hmm. you're like, we have gone too far. Yep. We need some direction. We need more categories. We should... In fact, you should turn on Netflix and it should just go, this is it. One thing. Yeah. Just, n- there's no choice today. Right. You turn it on and they're just like, here's, because that's what like what, what's on TV, right? It's just like, here's what we're watching. Because when, when we were kids, mm-hmm. right, the, even without cable especially, mm-hmm. uh, you would turn on the TV and you'd be like, here's six options. That's and if it. if you don't want to watch those things... Go outside. I, I guess I'm a Mary Tyler Moore fan now. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it would be stuff like that. Like, and, and especially, like, we're the same age. Mm-hmm. We were caught between this, like, reruns were reruns. Yes. And new shows. So, mm-hmm. like, reruns were, like, black and white, I Love Lucy. Totally. That was still in rerun. Or, like, F Troop. Mm-hmm. And then, or it was Wait Till 8 O'Clock at Night. That's when you get your Wait, That's when the new shows color. Come on. It's yeah. not like Friday. Oh, Friday at 3 a.m., all of Stranger Things drops. No, it's game like, over. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's Friday at 3 a.m. and I'm up. I guess I'm going to watch a weird infomercial because my eyes got to point at something. But that's the thing. That made you more wide, mm-hmm. more knowledgeable. Yep. You knew set it and forget it. Yes. You know, like that yes. is kind of gone now. You know, with you wake up at 3 in the morning. You're not stuck on Channel 6. No. No, you can get whatever you want. So I think for this person, they're totally right. We need genres. I, I don't think the genres, you know, even like when I turn on Spotify. Yeah. Spotify will be like pop. And then I get like today's hits. I want so, I want such specific genres. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. I, I think on Netflix, you should be able to, because there's the queue, right? But mm. I think there should be like curated playlists, like the audio streaming services yes. have, where you can be like, oh, what did my what did my friend Sarah watch when she was hungover? Totally. And it's like, oh, these six episodes of 30 Rock, Happy <coughs> Gilmore. <laughs> you, ever, you ever turn on someone else's Netflix and it's a totally different front page? Yeah. And yeah. it's like bizarre. You're like, what planet did I just yep. land on? That's what it, we need. I want to just, I want, I want Josh's front page. Yeah. I want to be able to like. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's what I want. I want my mom's front page. Yep. I want Aunt, you know, Aunt Lindsay's front page. That would be I such want, a fun wouldn't that be great? feature to have. To just browse it from your account as if it was someone else. They would have to let you in, obviously. Well, you just find out that, like, you could follow someone. Yeah. Like, like yes. have a public profile. Yeah, that would and be you smart. To, you know, and you find out your friend's, like, the biggest, like, um, like Christmas movie yeah. person right. you've Watch ever met. all the Hallmark movies, like, in the middle of the summer. And you're yeah. like, whoa, that's... That's something I didn't know about you. <laughs> you Because you turn on Netflix and you're like, wait a minute, there's game shows mm-hmm. on here? Mm-hmm. That is the... Netflix, are you listening? What are you doing? This is a zillion dollar idea. Podcast at Juma.com. Podcast at Juma.com. Here with Josh Gondelman. At Josh Gondelman on Instagram. Go follow, go follow, go follow. People Pleaser. That is the special. It's on all streaming platforms. Yeah. We got, you know, Roku, Apple. I mean, it's a great hungover watch, honestly. Great hungover watch. Very, very pleasant. Goes Luxury Lounge. <laughs> BMW Key Fob. Okay. 
Last summer, I bought a new BMW. I love it. It's loaded with cool features and really fun to drive. One of my favorite features is that the key has a proximity sensor. The doors automatically unlock when you walk up to the car, and they lock when you walk away. No need to push the buttons on the remote. I leave my key in my work bag all the time now, so I don't have to take the key out to unlock or start the car. My complaint is that the occasion... My complaint is that occasionally the sensor won't work. Mm -hmm. This results in me having to search to find the key that's lost somewhere in the dark abyss that is the bottom of my handbag. This feature works well 99% of the time, but that 1% is absolutely infuriating, especially since, it's inev- it, especially since it inevitably fails when my arms are full mm-hmm. and I don't have a free hand to look for the key. Thank you for giving the safe space to air this grievance. Sincerely can't be bothered by these peasant locks. What do you think? I, first of all, congratulations to this person for truly fulfilling the mission of the luxury yes, land. Yes, they knew that what, is, yeah. They, they, they understood the assignment, they came as, they, to play. as they could say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they absolutely were ready for this. Yeah. I, I think there is something to, like, when you expect a convenience store, even if it's something you didn't have access to one year ago, the yes. times that it doesn't work, you're just like, we were all counting on you. All conveniences become needs. Yes. Yes, At that's a, a great point. way to put it. Because you get habituated so quickly. Yes, and th- once yes. it becomes your normal life, that's your normal mm-hmm. life. Here's the other thing: I've had cars, rental cars, with this feature. Yep, it is a brutal feature if you are a little bit anxious about things not working. Yeah, here's my point: because you go, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, it'll be in your pocket. You'll walk away. You'll press lock because I'm used to pressing Always. lock, and then I'll go. Did is it, it locked? Yep. And then I go to the door and it's open. Because you because got it- close to <laughs> Right. It's like the checking if the oven's on, if the oven started when you opened your front exactly. door to your apartment. This yeah. is this is exactly. Yep. So it drives me crazy. Yeah. I have to put aside my crippling anxiety yes. that I forgot to do something and just trust. Yep. You have to like hit out la- hit hit lock <laughs> record a phone memo that's like i hit lock but if someone steals this rental car cuz it unlocked i'm at peace with that yes. and then just play that back for yourself later <laughs> it's like this is why i'm buying the insurance on rental cars now yeah. i I'm, I'm so worried yes. that i didn't lock a car because i go back to it and i play every time i rent a car with this feature yeah. I go back, I open it, and then it opens. I go, Jared, it's locked. Just stop worrying about it. Stop worrying stop. about it. And you can't. Right. You can't. It's in your head. And then I have to like talk myself down and be like, if it is unlocked, what's going to happen? I'm going into this. I'm picking up food in this place. Or I'm going into the show. Yes. What's, someone's going to go, what? Get in the car, steal the seats? <laughs> like, yeah. What are we what's, talking about? Well, and then now you're crazy guy in the parking lot talking to them. Just right. Talking it through, thinking it out. <laughs> What's going to happen, Josh? What's going to happen? But Someone's like, wow, that guy's really lost. Yeah, he's it. really it's like, loose. No, it's And the then it's someone who's kid. going to the show that you're outside. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, all right. Can't wait to see that guy. <laughs> really getting fucking eight miles psyched outside. <laughs> Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored, people. Chime. Ooh, Chime. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills to pay. Thank goodness for Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally feel good about your money situation. Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. What are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at Chime.com slash JTrain. That's Chime.com slash JTrain. 
banking service and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank, NA members, FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. I think Chime's a great idea for anyone just looking to organize their banking life. What a great way. Online banking, it's great. Get your paycheck a couple days early. Love it. Luxury Lounge. Stadium View Hotel Room. Okay. Okay. Jared, Shelby, and guests. Feathers all around. Huge fan. Here's my complaint. Last Saturday, I booked my family, husband, two kids, and I a one night in a luxury hotel in our major city. Okay, so they're like doing a staycation, so to speak. Mm. We had tickets to attend Sunday morning MLB game, so I chose the hotel that was attached to the stadium for both luxury and convenience. As a bonus, I upgraded to a field view room. We were able to watch the Saturday afternoon game. Sleeping over in the stadium was a very cool experience, but the hotel was obviously assuming that this alone was enough to justify the price. They apparently didn't give a single shit about comfort or the sleep quality or uh, sweet or the sleep well, or the sleep quality of their guests. The bathroom door was a barn style door that didn't close all the way, leaving a two inch <laughs> gap on one side. Despite this room being absolutely massive, we had two double beds for four people. The mattresses that felt like they'd been salvaged from a dumpster. The stadium lights stayed on all night and curtains were too small for the windows, leaving the light of artificial day streaming into the room. Oof, this is brutal. That's rough. The hum and beeps of the floor waxing machines were audible most of the night, and at 3 a.m., an, a, an orchestra of gas-powered leaf blowers began running in unison. Apparently, this is how cleanup crews blow popcorn, peanuts, shells, and garbage out of the stadium seating. That's tough. This went on until 8 a.m. when the field crews came in to prep for the game. The hotel is obviously aware of the sleep issues as they left a little sample bottle of pillow spray on each bed with the caption, can't sleep, try this. As if... <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm out. give him some oils. It's just like a, a picture of a bunch of sheep. I'm like, count these. <laughs> yeah, as if oils would have solved any of the problems for $1,000 a night. Wow. A bathroom you can't poop in and a garbage sleep shouldn't be a remote possibility. The cherry on top, we had to be out by 9.30 a.m. because the room needed to be turned over for the Sunday game. Thanks for listening to my complaint. What do you think? That's rough. I... I think there's a lot of these things that you're like, maybe I'll treat myself, right? Yes. And then when you do, especially hotels, mm. where you're like, oh, this is like kind of a cool hip hotel. And then you're like, oh, there's no outlets and the, the <laughs> sink only has cold water. You know yes, what I mean? I know. They exactly. just like, they overlook the basics of what a hotel is. That's the thing. And it's like, they get so caught up mm -hmm. in what makes them cool. Yes. That they forget what makes them functional. Yes. All the time. All the time. I mean, this is the most extreme example because they're like, we're a stadium hotel. You're going to get to look onto the yep. field. To me, not that cool. Yep. Okay? I understand that the kids are probably like, oh, my God, there's a baseball yep. stadium. But it's like, I, I, I think anytime you smash two things together, yeah. you lose out. Yep. You know, it's shampoo it's, and conditioner. It's a futon. And a great the futon wash. experience. Yes, that's right. right. <laughs> it's a couch. It's a bed. But is it either? It's neither. <laughs> yeah. You have now given me two and shitty experiences. This is a futon of a hotel room. Yes. It's it's like, oh, you're at the game, you you're in a hotel bed, but it's not. No, this is this is garbage. This is they should turn I mean, 
you've taken away from the baseball experience. What's better than walking up to Fenway Park, yeah. seeing the guy being like, hot dogs, yeah, with the cart, yeah. you know, people selling stuff, people scalping tickets. Being part of a crowd cheering. Totally. Yeah. And it's like this, you that whole walk up gone. Yep. You're now in a Marriott. Yep. You know, like totally someone feeding you, you know, oh, yeah, well, here's your breakfast while you can look out a window (laughs) and see, you know, it's just I understand why the idea of like, oh, we can open up our window to the game. Yep. At at first thought, I understand it. Totally. The more I think about it, the more I hate it, because also these would be you're taking also away. The most hilarious people at a baseball yes. game are the bleacher creatures. Yes. So, you, and you're you've got bleacher quality views yes. without the fun of this community experience. There's no beach ball being batted around. No, no drunks. Yep, no guy. Right, no guy who made up a bunch of chants all week at his <laughs> office, just getting ready to unleash him. Yeah, these are the most. This is the part of a baseball game that you remember. Like, yeah. I'll never forget going like as a kid to Fenway Park yeah. and just the drunks. Yeah, like. And again, these people can go too far. Of course. All the time. Yeah. But back in the day, there was some sort of a, there was a simplicity to them. Yeah. It wasn't like, I remember one time I was at a Red Sox game with my dad, and there was a guy behind us who kept going, get up. Come on, get up. Get up. And he was so drunk, and we called him the section captain. Yep. Section captain. Get up. Come on, get it up. And we were like, and, and, you know, my, we would stand up at the game. We are going to be a part. Of, yeah, let's yeah. get up. We want to be a part of that. There was a guy that was next to us that was like, I'm here on business. <laughs> <laughs> he had like a sweater vest yep. and a tie. Right. And he's like, I shall not be getting up. <laughs> and this guy behind us was like, yo, you think you're too good to get up? He's like the most Boston. <laughs> you're too good to get up. You think you're too, That's too, always too, the yeah. You think you're too good for this? You think you're better than us? You think you're too good to sit in traffic? You're driving in the breakdown lane, guy? <laughs> All right. It was, and then the guy behind us took his beer and threw it on the guy, oh, the, no. the dweeb. Yep. And it's like, I'm more on section captain's guy <laughs> than dweeb, not get up during the, guy, the sure. game guy. But I understand that section captain guy is a monster. Yeah, you can't be doing that. You can't throw <laughs> like, your beer on someone. It's funny. It's very funny to us now, to talk about yeah. now. I'm sure that guy was like, I'm still here on business. <laughs> like this, I flew out for this. My boss is next right. to me. This is going to reflect on my performance evaluation. And, and now that guy has been taken out of the stadium yeah. by a courtyard by Mary. Yeah, and it's also like I find sometimes like a mid-tier hotel that's just like, hey, we're just a humble hotel. Yeah, is great. Yeah, even even when it's not a luxury brand, you're like, oh, I I paid a reasonable amount of money, got a good night's sleep. The beds are good. Hey. We're sorry there's no baseball stadium. Yeah. But we do have a comfortable bed. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a water. The towel fits all the way around your body. How about that? Well, I, I go, you know what? I'll trade that for the baseball stadium. Right. A baseball stadium plus 930 checkout? Get out of town. 930 checkout. They may as well just kick you in the nuts. Yeah. On your way out. 930. That means you're waking up at 830. Right. Getting your stuff together. Yeah. Showering. With, with a family, too. That's rough. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Josh Gondelman. People pleaser. That's a special. Go watch it right now. It's the, in our bio. Got the links. It's all set up for you. Great date night. Great for a hangover. Mm-hmm. Luxury lounge. News at the nail salon. 
Jared, an abundance of feathers. I moved into a new apartment this weekend and turned out to be pretty that turned out to be pretty shitty and then had a bad day at the office, so I decided to treat myself by going to the nail salon after work. I couldn't wait to get low-key sauce from free wine and watch HGTV, Food Network, while getting pampered. But no. This time, they had the news on every single TV, and each story got worse and worse. After two glasses of wine and several reminders of how terrible the world is, the last straw was when a reporter was going through a Ukrainian orphanage where a bunch of special needs children were abandoned by their family that were fleeing the war. Oh, no. (laughs) The person on the news like, do you want color? you crying that is also the thing that if you were like writing it into your <clears throat> show yeah like what's the thing on the news that breaks this person's spirit to have to watch while they're getting their nails done like luxuriously it's like ukrainian uh oh that's that's a red flag right now right, right? Something bad's happening orphanage never a good word to no. hear special needs orphans Aye. that's so heartbreaking fleeing fleeing people are fleeing <laughs> The reporter was going on and on about how the kids were all crying out for their parents and starved for attention because there was no one to take care of them. Oh, my God. This person just wanted to get their nails done. Yeah, that's really rough. Uh, I was almost in tears. Is it too much to ask to be able to throw a little pity party and judge other people's tacky home decor while ch- uh, uh, home decor choices while, without being reminded of the tragedies around the world? Sincerely wiping my tears away with pretty nails. <laughs> It would have been so funny if the letter ended, psych, I'm one of those Ukrainian orphans, and it's my complaint. Save us. My parents. (laughs) Right, because that is, wow, yes. Horrible. Yes, it is, it is, the news is important. It's important to know what's going on in the world. But for just, for your own mental health, it is okay to take an hour away from life being stressful and just want to be like right oh uh kitchen island real original well that that's uh, i totally agree and this is the problem with the consistent drip of news mm-hmm. you get it used to be yes. the news at six yep you'd come home you go okay roll up my sleeves yep news time yep you know we know the news at six i know mentally there there's something yep. to that knowing six o'clock Okay, That's gonna see I some learned. horrific shit. Yep, I'm, I've I've steeled myself against yes. the horrors of the world as I as I become aware. Of I know them. what I'm getting into. Yes. now it is a constant. Not you know, pull up Twitter, you'll be looking at oh, funny joke, funny joke. Are you helping the Ukrainian orphans? And yep. you're like, oh shit, how did I get? Because two tweets next to each other, there should be two feeds. Yes. You'd be like, look, okay, I got to figure out what's going on. Or like, I'm just trying to have a good time while I'm yes. in line to pay for my egg and cheese sandwich. Totally. Because it, it also lessens the harsh news to me. Yep. Like when it comes, like like when it's not news at six, I yeah. go, just another thing. Yep. You feel somewhat helpless. Also, people are doing this now. Yes. People. I said to someone the other day, I go, happy, um, it was Friday. Yeah. And I go, hey. Um, I'm getting my coffee and I go, happy 4th of July. And they go, is it? And you go, just let me fucking say happy 4th of July. Is it? And you're like, I don't know. What? I mean, what do you think I tried to do to you? Right. What do you think I'm trying to like? This is my, this is my, this, this is my alt right agenda right. is to go around saying happy 4th. What do you think of that? Like right. that, it, it, it is so confrontational now that like I said happy 4th and I thought this is just how people talk to each other. Enjoy the day off of work. Yeah, because it is. That's the one. I I was talking with my wife yesterday about this, where I was like, I get that people are like, 
there are lots of bad things happening in the country sure. that you don't feel like celebrating. Like it's America's birthday, right? Okay, but I, normally on the Fourth of July, I have a drink with friends. Yeah, I eat a hot dog. I'm not mailing an extra two thousand dollars of a birthday check to the government <laughs> to the IRS. Like happy birthday, America! You yeah, know, this I'm, is a gift to me. Yes. Right. Yeah. I think, and especially you get it on the other end too, right? Like on Memorial Day, mm. you go happy Memorial Day and they go, people died. And you're like, okay, wh- am, I, am I taking it too seriously or not seriously enough? Totally. It is so frustrating. And it's like, there are these people that are just walking sad Twitter feeds. Mm-hmm. And you're like, get away from you me. Need, they you need shock have, you. Right. You need to allow yourself to experience the things that are enjoyable when, when, yeah. when they come into your life, I think. Not... I, I think you have to like engage with the tough stuff, but we're in the luxury lounge, right? That's why we created the lounge. Yeah. It, was, it was birthed out of the sadness and, of depressing people. And you can tell when someone lives their whole life in the lounge because yes. you're just like, have you seen the news? And they're like, uh, and uh, you know, they'll just be like, I know, uh, new season of setting sun, uh, selling sunset. And you're like, that's not the news. Yeah, yeah. It is reality, but it's not the news. <laughs> yeah, there's some people that live their whole lives in the lounge. Yes. And you go, I can't be around yeah, your you, lack of cynicism. Yeah. I can't be around this. And then there's some people that never go in the lounge we at never, all. You, and you got to visit. And the you, you, you got to visit. Not, I mean, some, obviously, not everybody has the, the all access pass. No, but not when everybody. someone presents to you the lounge in the, Hot dog, veggie dog. Hey, it's a Monday. You don't have to go into work. Yes. Enjoy your day. I even said that to the person. I go, happy fourth. And they go, they go, is it? And I go, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. Like, I'm just trying to get out of this conversation. Then they go... And I go, but are you taking work off? They're like, yeah, of course. And I'm like, so you are doing it. So it's like, you can't can't take work off and say, is it to everybody? It, right. I think that's it. If, if, if You're they, a hypocrite. If they also, like, if you were getting your coffee and you said it to the person behind the counter and they're like, I'm fucking here working, man. You're like, I get it. Yeah, you're right. That's on me. Different story. Or if you're like, hey, happy fourth. And they're like, no, well, it's not that happy. That you, really? You're celebrating? And you go, yeah, I guess I'm celebrating. Yeah. Uh, and then they go, well, I'm not. I'm going to actually be protesting all day. And I go, okay, okay you're sure. allowed to say to me. Of course. But if you're but if you're also at a pool, right? Like, I'm going to be in a pool, but I'm going to be frowning. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in an infinity pool, pondering the infinite cruelty of human beings towards right. one it another. It just feels like you're trying to let me know you're better than me for not thinking of it in the fashion you thought of. Yes. It. Yeah. Agreed. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Luxury Lounge online shopping favorite list. Okay. J Train, love the pot, sending all the feathers. I'm going to get right into my complaint. I was online shopping in an H&M's app, and I like to save items to my favorites as I'm scrolling and deciding what to buy later. However, mid-scroll down, however, mid-scroll down this never-ending page of t-shirts, it says my favorites is full, and I cannot save any more unless I delete some from the list. Okay. It's weird to save space on the internet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The internet's full. Yeah. Like, we have an unlimited amount of space yep. in the cloud. Yep. And you're telling me, oh, 10 favorites. Yeah, yeah. Nobody that's, has that's more. What, what, is it, what does it cost you? One hundredth of one penny per year to have my favorites yeah. there? Yeah. So you want, me to come, you want me to lose my spot and scroll to go delete something and come back? I was so annoyed I just gave up and didn't purchase anything. So what they're saying is I can have, an, I can have unlimited items in my cart, but not my favorites list. I agree with this. Yeah. Ba- bad user design. <clears throat> That's right. 
And then, and user designs make you give up. Yes. Like they, if you're encountering an app where it's not working exactly how you feel it should work, yeah. you go, I'm out of here. You're done. Done. It, and it'll be something like I'll see like a targeted ad on Instagram and I'll be like, ah, you got me. And I'll click on it, like target acquired <laughs> right through the heart. Sure. And I'll be like, I'm going to buy this. But the thing that will make me not buy it, sometimes it'll be like, wait a minute, that cardigan is $700. Yeah. Get the fuck out of well, here. Well, who do you think I am? Right, 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 right. Oh, never mind. You were off target. <laughs> yeah. I'm more of a target ad person. Yes, I'm that's right. I'm an ad from target. <laughs> but they... Um, but if it's like, oh, I try to buy it, and then it's like, oh, actually, you need to make an account, and it's three steps. I'm no. like, I'm out of here. Game over. Yep. Nobody it, wants to make an account. Nobody wants the email from you. We want to get this purchase done and run the fuck out yeah. of the store. Let me check out his guess. Yeah, and not have to deal with – I get you because what it makes you realize is like, how much do I really want to buy this? Yes. You know, with these frivolous targeted mm-hmm. ads, it's like, mm-hmm. I want to buy this and and run out of here. And act like it never happened. Yes. And then it shows up in the mail four days later. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. Yeah, good I'm for like, me. Oh, this T-shirt that I spent $30 on is incredibly uncomfortable and I'll never <laughs> wear it. It's not about wearing it. It's about the four seconds of endorphins I got while I was purchasing it. Absolutely. And if you're putting off that four seconds with like 90 seconds of clerical work, it's <laughs> I'm not going to do it. No, you're making me chew on the medicine <laughs> of I have to. Oh, okay, I guess I'm buying this. Right, I'm really doing this. Yep. I'm gonna sign up for an account. Do I really need this T-shirt? Mm-hmm. Do I need this? Do I need this? No, I don't need this. You're out. Yep, I'm out. And it's that's fine, right? If like you don't need every T-shirt, no. But it does make the experience work. It's. Like, I have to say, I've been ordering a lot of bear stuff because my my brother's works for the bears. Oh, now. cool. So I. I have a discount code that gets me 50% off. I have bought so much stuff just because I can get in and out of that website in literally under a minute. That's amazing. And you go, I mean, I, like literally I ordered an XL and I was like, I think it's a little big. And I was like, maybe I'll order the large too. I went on the site, large, two seconds. Now I got two of them. I'll, same <laughs> thing with like, oh, I'm looking at this. My sister's birthday is coming up. Oh, this is like a nice thing that she'd like. Oh, you take Apple Pay? Bang, bang, bang. Game done. over. <laughs> Apple, once again, running the world, jtrainpodcast.juma.com, here in the Luxury Lounge. Keep sending your lounge complaints, jtrainpodcast.juma.com, here with Josh Gondelman. Go check out the special. People Pleaser, People go watch Deezus and Marrow. Go watch it Showtime. But more importantly, People Pleaser, the special. The link is in the bio of this episode. Luxury Lounge, annoying social media terms. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jared, love the pod. Look forward to your TED Talk. Thank you. My complaint is everyone on Instagram and Facebook, etc., using the most annoying phrases for normal things. It's one thing to do a birthday post, but when you put a till day, a till day, another trip around the sun, a till day, a till day. <laughs> <laughs> is that an a till day? Is my yeah, wavy wait. line? I don't yeah, know what else day. is. Yeah, is a till day? day? It almost pushes me over the edge. Another one people love to use about being happy is our hearts are so full. I just think people should relax a bit. Yeah, I don't like this either. I don't like that these things become things where do they know we see them from other people? <laughs> right. Do you think that I think you wrote another trip around the sun? Yeah. The first person who wrote it was probably like, swish, yeah. count it. <laughs> Steph Curry in the finals. Right. Another trip around the sun? Are you kidding me? Because the earth did that? Get out of here. Personal <laughs> is interesting. Yes. This faux personal thing, mm-hmm. our hearts are so full. Mm-hmm. The second time I see our, our hearts are so full, the first time I saw it, I go, 
Wow. It's beautiful. Right. Shift. Your child, the birth of your child did that to you? Fill, fill the heart. Fill, I didn't full. even know they could be filled. I didn't even know they could be empty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then the third time I saw it from this, you know, woman out of a, you know, Ethan Allen catalog sure. just going, ah. Oh. Then I start reading it mm-hmm. in the make fun of voice. Sure. The first time I read it, our hearts are so full, I go, wow, what, a, what a moment. That's beautiful. Third time, our hearts are <laughs> so full. Typed it into Instagram with a quill pen. just like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because it does feel like they're trying to pull a fast one. Yeah. Well, it's, and it's also, there are times where like, you just don't, have the words and you lean on the cliche mm. and it's like a birthday party isn't one of those times no and and the thing about cliches is like we're in a post cliche society now Ooh, this is a good one right? I, I appreciate this take. <laughs> so i like, like this yeah because of the internet because yep. we can all see what everyone writes mm-hmm. you know there's there's no version the internet is a large and depressing place because you realize how alike everyone is. Mm-hmm. So this idea that you're writing a thing that you know is a cliche. Yes. Trying to pawn it off as not a cliche. But like, once, but we know there's too much information out there. Once it's been carved into wood and they sell it at Target, like we don't, <laughs> we can't say it like it's a revelation anymore. No. And, and there's certain cases, right, where like when something's really sad and someone's like, my grandfather died, our lives will never be the same. And you're like, our lives will never be the same. Like, you don't want to make fun of that. You're like, yeah, that's <laughs> no, really you sad. can't make fun of that. But when someone's like turning 27 and uh, another trip around the sun, you're like, how how often do you think about that you're traveling around the sun? Yes. <laughs> like and that be, you're in orbit? But the thing is, one is honest and one is dishonest. Yes. One is trying to let us know I'm a trip around the sun person. Yeah. The other one is trying to let us know, yeah, life is never going to be the same. Grandpa yeah. fucking Jack is dead. Yeah, you Word, know, right? Words have failed me, and I'm leaning on these other words I've heard. But like, you don't need to do that. I'm I'm like very grateful for what this is too, because this is the kind of slang that I'm like, yeah, I get it. Because I feel like there's sometimes you see people complaining about slang, and you're like, that's actually just like someone took that from like black gay drag shows, and the and the person who took it is being annoying. Yeah, and this is just like it started. Like you said, the first time someone said this, you're like, oh, our hearts are so full. What a what a beautiful turn of phrase. Mm. And now that everybody has to do it every anniversary, <laughs> you're like, just say your own thing. Just be like, I love Beth. Yeah, <laughs> like, we have a good time I together. Love Beth is never gonna be. <laughs> On a wooden plank inside of a Walmart. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Unless you have a whole display of all the names. Yes. I love Erica. <laughs> Beth. I love Steve. I love Dawn. I love Beth. Unless, Not, no semblance of alphabetical order in no. the gesture I'm doing. Li- yeah, none whatsoever. Unless it becomes the the play, you know, the, <laughs> the, the license plate, license plate keychains. Yeah. It ain't gonna happen. Right. So and it's like you know, specific to you is always yes, better than always better. Trying to like, you know, we see with stand up, like stand up has kind of become this. It, it it's gone from like women be like, yes, yeah, 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 to I had this experience yep. with a woman in my life, yes. and now I'll let you go over the bridge of relatability. Sure, and I think that's it's. It's better for so many reasons. Mm. It's better because, like, you're talking about the thing that really happened to you, which is always more interesting and draws people in, right? Like, with the listener questions, be specific. Yeah. And it's nice because you can be like, I had this experience with a person. I'm not going to put this on everybody that shares a characteristic with them, but it is funny to talk about. Yes. And it's also, there's an element of judgment that yes. comes in. Yep. 
Our hearts are so full is we understand what love is. Love yeah, so is much more than you. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, just say the thing that's real to you. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We got one more. We got time for one more, Shelby. This one's a great one. We're here with Josh Gottelman. Everyone go follow Josh at Josh Gottelman on Instagram and Twitter. Go, go, go. Luxury Lounge. The I Have Cash Guy. Okay. Jared. <laughs> All the feathers. My complaint is something that has bothered me for a long time. I was out to dinner the other night with friends, and we're having a great time. Drinks are flowing. The food was cooking. Great conversation. Then it came time for the check. The normal thing with my friends to do is for one person to put it on their credit card, and the rest sends them money via any money app out there. Easy, done, but there is always that one person who says, oh, I have cash. I don't have Venmo. Now I'm inconvenienced to take this cash and deposit it at my bank. I'm doing the favor of putting the bill on my card. Why should it now be my problem to take the cash to the bank to get it back into my account? It's crazy to me. Download Venmo like a normal fucking person and don't be the I have cash guy. I know I can't be the only one frustrated with this horrible 20th century problem. Totally oh, agree. Interesting. Right. Yeah. I never thought about this problem before. Oh, I think I'm about starting it all to realize that I might be the I have cash guy. Really? Yeah. Do no. you so group dinner, everyone's like throwing a card. Are you throwing in a card? Or you go, I have cash. I will, I'll do whatever is convenient. Like, I have Venmo, I don't mm. have Cash App. So, like, sometimes I'm out of luck. I'm not sure. like, I'm like, this is enough apps for me to have to do this. I get it. I think everyone, I mean, to me, I want everyone to do what I do because what I do is yes, great. It's the and easy everyone one. else is stupid. Yep, you get it. It's easy. You have a system. It's in <laughs> yeah. place. Totally. And I don't mean to say that this, this, this writer, uh, mm. emailer is wrong. I'm just like thinking about things in a new way right now. This emailer could not be, they're, they're right and they're wrong. One group dinner, it should be everyone throws a card in the middle. Mm -hmm. No more, I'll get because the person who puts it on their card, they're doing everyone a favor, but they're not. They're like they're getting I, they're points. Getting points. <laughs> they're okay? getting points. Every That's time why somebody's volunteering. Every time I see the one person, no, I'll pay yeah. you guys. Venmo me. Yeah, I go. Yeah. Ah, I, we know your game. Yeah, this I don't want to be a part like, of your yeah, yeah your yeah. shell game of getting you more Delta oh, miles. Then, right, you see them in the Delta lounge on Instagram, <laughs> and you're like, that was my entree that did that. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, if everyone, it should go, it, the majority rules, it should be. If we live in a democratic society, majority rules. If everyone, you say, hey, pull out a card. If everyone but one person goes, well, I, I don't have a card, yep. or I, I got cash, yep. you go, no. Nine cards right, you to do zero the thing to one. You got to do the thing we're doing. Pull out a credit card, or... You're gonna have to go in the kitchen. You're gonna work off your <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's not dead to them. It's dead to me because I'm taking your. So you're coming to my house and yes. you're gonna do my dishes. <laughs> you're gonna do my dishes. We're gonna pay for you. We're gonna take on. Yep. To me, if we're, it's it's cards or cash, this whole thing of like I'll Venmo you, yeah. you Venmo. No, 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 no. no. Mm -hmm. We either split it or we split it no matter what. Yeah. And we either go plastic or paper. Yep. It's it, like the grocery store. It's also if one per, it's also if one person throws down the card, I will say, it, th how much cash are you reimbursing them for dinner that they're like this is a transaction? Yeah, I, it is interesting that they're like I got to go to the bank. Yeah. Because <laughs> if it is if it's one person who's like here's 60 bucks, I'm always like Sure, I'll carry I'll, sixty bucks. I'm gonna have uh, sixty bucks. Will come and need at some. Yeah, point. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll have to tip for something in cash. It'll I'll be at a bar that's cash only. Sure. Um, buying a T-shirt like some you know somewhere that they don't their scanners down or whatever. Yeah, it's fine. But um, you but buy I, a lot of T-shirts. Buy a lot of T-shirts. <laughs> it's a big problem. Big My drawer is full. I get too many T-shirts. <laughs> too many sneakers. Too many T-shirts. Yeah. Um, 
but that's the thing. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm never happy to have, I'm never unhappy to have like a few bucks extra in cash, but I do get when you're like, we're doing the thing. Can you just participate? Can you in just the thing? go with the fucking flow? Yeah. I have Venmo and I have Zelle. I yep. think those are two I, yep, I have that too. good. And Zelle's good because it's bank to bank. Yep. Venmo's good because it's person to person. Yep. There, I'm in the game. But as far as a group dinner is concerned, yeah. if if you're sitting there going, I have cash, well, now now no one gives a shit. <laughs> right. We have all thrown a card in the middle. We don't have to do any math. None. Right. You tip We're on your done. own thing. Yep. We, we, this group dinner was a great experience. You're going to ruin it now by going off With like, okay, the grid? so you put in $40 and now... Because it's already like if you're putting down eight cards or whatever, I mean, like that's yeah. too, but like if you're putting down three cards, you're that's a little bit more the server has to do. And then to be like, okay, now what you have to do with this cash, you take that as a 10 and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah no. just to like make them use mixed media I art. Think, <laughs> I think the servers always appreciate it to do the cards, they go. Right, right, right. You know, so, and now the whole machine is made to be splitting right, up they, stuff. That's like they true. have yeah, it built in. For sure. Uh, and especially if it's a few people, then you're like, great. I When it's like a bunch of people, if it's like 10 people and one person is like, I'll put it on my card. I am kind of like, oh, I bet one swipe is nice for them. But I'm still like, I know what you're the, doing the with points, the points. Yeah. It's so many points. The, the helpful, non-helpful <laughs> yeah. person. We, just say, just if you just say, and I'll get points from it, I'm like, hey. At least you've been honest. Yeah, Mazel Tov. Enjoy your points. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Josh Gondelman, thank you for coming Thank on. you, Fantastic. Jared. This is a blast, man. Always, Always a blast. So much fun. Uh, the Lounge, so happy to have you people. We're here every Thursday. We're in the Lounge. We're Taking your complaints, jtrainpodcast.com. Go check out Josh's special, People Pleaser. It is all over the place. It's going to be the link is in the description of this episode. Also, Deezus and Mero, go watch it on Showtime. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday. We'll be back next week. Boom.